time to talk training, fitness, and health on the Weight Endurance Podcast. We're not doctors, dietitians, or physiologists. We're professional coaches, and your hosts, Cody and Kathy Waite. We've worked with hundreds of endurance athletes over the last 15 years through our training facility, plans, and programs. Within this podcast, we're sharing our own training and racing experiences, along with the knowledge gained from working with our athletes. We'll be shedding light on the training methodologies that we've found to be the most successful in making you a fitter and faster cyclist. All right, welcome back to episode 82 of the Weight Endurance Podcast. I'm Cody Waite. Hi there, I'm Kathy Waite. And this is part two in our four-part series where we're sort of unpacking all of the details of our new, for 2023, version 4.0 training plans. So if you didn't listen to episode 81, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to that first. Um, <clears throat> but we're going to dive into the first of the three plan phases, which is the four-week base prep plan, and give you listeners some ideas of what is involved in that plan. Yeah, well, you could expect to have in your little hands. Right, exactly. And before we do that, um, we want to also remind folks that all of our version 4.0 plan users, or really anyone in our weight endurance community um, moving forward in 2023, We'll have access to this killer deal from thefeed.com, which is our podcast sponsor and supports our uh, we development team, um, where you new feed customers um, get basically $120 of product over the course of the year, over the course of um, the next 12 months. Um, yeah, and you can just get all sorts of amazing stuff. We probably should have said thefeed.com is a an online sports nutrition and <clears throat> gear and products uh, retailer. It's sort of like the Home Depot for nuts and bolts. Like they, It's just amazing. You can really get whatever you want. And they have special features like you can try out new products by buying just like one single serving item. That's my favorite. You know I love that because I'm always like eating off people's plates. Okay, <laughs> I just want to try something. So check out thefeed.com. It's a... Great website, great people who run the company. They are a local Denver, well, Broomfield, Colorado company. And um, yeah, we just love them so much. So do you want to just say how they get that deal? Is it in the plans? It's in these yeah. training plans, yeah. There'll be a link to the plan. You put in your email and your phone number. Then you have an account and you'll get 20 bucks immediately. And then you get another $20 every two months mm -hmm. inserted into your account. And then on top of that, if you spend... $65 in an order, you can get a free personalized water bottle, which yeah. is kind of a cool little bonus. With your name on it, so your friend's... With my name? Well, like with whoever's name on it, so that oh. you know someone's friend can't steal it from <laughs> There them. you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess they can order a bottle with your name yeah, on it. Yeah, you can it. input whatever name. That'd be know. really weird. Or you can make up some funny, uh, like the Bart Simpson... What were the prank phone calls? No, I've never watched The Simpsons. Huge ass or whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> no, I always think of... The Friends episode where Phoebe was changing her name to Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. I'm not sure that would fit on the bottle. Probably not. Maybe too many. So letters. maybe just choose your own name. Right. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay. We're going to dive right into what would you get with our version 4.0 base prep plan. Exactly. So base prep. This is a, the plan intended to take someone from their off-season break, essentially, mm -hmm. which we highly encourage. We have a podcast episode. Um, well, I had it on my other sheet. I can't remember which one now. <laughs> okay. um, 
But it's it's in our archives about taking a mid-season break, right. or end-of-season break, right. I should say. Which we did. Right. These should be two to four, potentially more, weeks mm-hmm. of very little riding. Or definitely no some riding. unstructured riding um, and, yeah. and so on. So it's designed to take you from basically being out of shape mm-hmm. to getting ready for the serious like base builder you know, really fitness building, um, training block. So this, this plan is only four weeks long. It's our, it's short, it's our shortest plan, but it really serves an important purpose of that transition between being really out of shape to starting, um, before you really start to get in good shape with our base builder plan. Um, and the bulk of the plan here is the, the emphasis here. Well, two things. One is low intensity aerobic riding. Mm-hmm. However, it's highly structured. But episode number 52 of our podcast, we talked a lot about low intensity aerobic riding, why we like it, the benefits. So we won't go too heavily into that. Um, and then the other piece is getting back into the gym mm-hmm. with strength training because there's likely a chance, although a lot of people will get back in the gym in their off season, which mm-hmm. is, I think, a great strategy. But in case you haven't done that, this gets you back in the routine right. um, with three days a week of gym training. And we'll you'll talk about that here momentarily, what that looks like so, you, so our listeners have an idea. But that's kind of it. It's like get, get, the, um, get things going, um, you know, from, from being out of sh- shape from the off season and, and before you start your base builder. Like all our plans, um, indoors and outdoor workouts, it's your preference. Mm-hmm. So if you love the trainer and Zwift and all of that, you can do all of these workouts indoors if you mm-hmm. choose to do that. Or you can do them all outdoors if you choose to do that. Or you can do a combination. It's totally up to you. But the workouts are structured in the sense that they will, they will, well, here's the caveat for this particular plan. They will upload um, to Zwift if you do your settings correctly. However, we do not recommend doing these rides in erg mode. So for that reason, you may not actually want to upload them into like a Zwift platform and instead read through the workout, maybe write some notes if you need to, to have it handy, you know, by your trainer Mm -hmm. and perform the workout as if you were riding outside. Right. Right. Um, And you'll get into those specifics in a minute, but these cadence drills do not work in erg mode. Yeah. They don't work very well if, if at all, um, in erg and sprinting and stuff. I don't think it's that great in erg mode. So, um, now on the cycling side of things, uh, the workouts are structured, Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning you have some specific like intervals, although these aren't your typical high intensity intervals, right? Because we're coming off of the couch potentially, you know, from being out of shape. Well, you're sticking with the true definition of intervals, which just means a segment of time. Very true. It doesn't have an adjective to it. Right, right, it, right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so these are, if if you're going to use an adjective, I'd call them almost like drill intervals or cadence intervals. That's probably the best way okay. to Because it's different intervals. types of cadences that we'll be focusing on. Okay. Um, and that sort of thing. And I think this is really important this time of year mm-hmm. because it's hard for a lot of people, ourselves included, sometimes, especially after a break, to go out and just sort of ride, mm-hmm. you know, randomly at like, where, where the, if the instruction is just stay aerobic heart rate, so low heart rate and go ride versus here's some structure. Mm-hmm. Like after you warm up, maybe try doing, you know, five times two minutes at this lower cadence you know, things like that. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. I was telling you, I struggled to even get myself out the door today. You, you left before I even got my bike clothes on and I was talking to one of our daughters and I just kept wasting time. 
and finally got out the door and I was riding over to a nearby trail system that's pretty easy and I was sort of bored. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, I need to tell Cody I'm ready for structure now because I can't do this day after day. I can't just go ride just over. Go ride. Yeah. yeah, I was just feeling like I needed that attention grabber of mm -hmm. some structure. Yeah, and I think that's a big important piece of the off season mm -hmm. is to have that time to go just go ride. Whether right, which I did. I did for or, a month and a half. Yeah, and and so did I, and I actually loved it. I was doing tons of just like mountain bike riding with no objective. It was really different for you. I was happy you were out in the trails. Yeah, but I was in, I'm in the same boat as well, and I, I love structure, um, and so, yeah, having the structure mm -hmm. makes it, in my mind, I think your mind, easier to get out the door. Yeah. During, I have a purpose. I right. have an objective. And I I am now ready for it. So it's, maybe other listeners are. Like, the weather is still, like, delightful here in Denver. We're lucky. Um, so you may not be in your trainer yet. But even going outdoors to have some sort of focus would potentially be really helpful for people. Right. Because typically this base prep plan falls for Northern Hemisphere riders in that like fall mm -hmm. time of year. Um, and depending on where you live, you know, d the daylight's getting less Shorter, and less. Yes, that's it's getting colder, um, all those sorts of things. So it's nice to have um, like, a, like a, a plan or structure to go with that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's really it is like <clears throat> the base prep plan is designed to help you find that routine and mm -hmm. rhythm after your off season. I think so, that's the number one benefit. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, the number one benefit. And I and I think like you also mentioned to to be able to focus on your cadence technique a little bit right now would be perfect because once we get going in like April, like we're we just don't usually have time for that. Right. Would you want to jump right in and talk about the highlights of the specific structured sessions? Yeah, so on the cycling side of things, each of the four weeks, there's uh, three structured cycling workouts. The first one uh, focuses on the high cadence end of things, so neuromuscular um, high cadence pedaling drills, essentially. And this is just mixed into a zone one zone two you know aerobic ride so it's overall it's a very easy ride mm -hmm. but you're it's going to give you some cadence targets to hit within that easy ride and that'll just kind of like help sort of sharpen that neuromuscular system or maybe wake up that neuromuscular system that you maybe haven't touched on during your off season mm -hmm. and um kind of get things going that way can you do these high cadence drills outside? Because I, I think of these as more oh, of a trainer sure. workout. Yeah, yeah. They're, it's written um, to be outside. I mean, like week one, um, I'm trying to remember actually, but I think it's something like five times one minute at, I think that the way I worded it is the at a comfortably challenging cadence. Like basically where your butt like just starts to kind of bounce in the mm, saddle mm -hmm. and you start, start to lose smoothness and that's going to be different for different people. Um, but for most people, it's sort of like 110 RPM or higher. Okay. Um, and hold it for a minute. Um, I think this, you can definitely do this outside. You can do it inside on a trainer very easily. But this is where like ERG doesn't work as great because as soon as you start going well above or well below the 90 RPM range. Um, it starts doing some weird things with yeah, torque. ERG, yeah, the torque required and stuff isn't that great so if you do do these on a trainer do it like more in the slope or free ride mode yeah and like low slope or low resistance so you can get 
the idea is you can get your cadence high without a high cardiovascular demand or a high power output. So power is still relatively low, even though cadence is high because you're in a smaller gear light resistance. Well, my question to you is really just rhetorical to get the conversation started because I'm trying to laugh because I'm remembering myself outside last November in, in Arizona. We were already down there mm-hmm. and I was doing these outside I was so embarrassed because I was spinning like, you know, 120, 130 RPMs when cars were driving by, but I wasn't really going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> I just felt so stupid. Yeah. So you may want to go like on a, a side road where people aren't going to wonder what in that world you're doing. You do look a little out of the ordinary. Yeah. But it's with, fine. Because no one pedals along at 120 <laughs> plus R, RPM for very long like yeah. that. But, um, but yeah, you, but they can be done indoors or outdoors for sure. Um, then the second cycling workout is on the other end of the spectrum, more of the muscular side with low cadence. I love these pedaling. And this is a great, um, where high cadence is neuromuscular, low cadence is more muscular, muscular tension, um, training. And again, the idea isn't to put out tons of power. It's just to ride up, you know, flat to slightly uphill grades uh, at a much lower cadence than what you're accustomed to. So for most people, it's down around 60 RPMs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're particularly strong and healthy, you can go a little lower than that. You can mix seated versus standing. Um, Would you say that the focus should be, like you said, not about like crank, cranking out the power, but like a really nice pedal stroke? Yes. Like where you're, you said muscle tension. So you're really keeping that tension to the full circle of your pedal stroke. Exactly. That's really the key right there. It's not how hard can you push down on the pedal. Yeah. It's how much tension can you maintain throughout the majority of the pedaling circle. Right. Keeping tension on your chain. Um, so that re- really engaged the posterior chain muscles, like your hamstrings, mm-hmm. um, even your low back and glutes will get more involved. Um, and not just purely like a quad dominant type of pedaling, um, cadence, but these are great. So, um, and again, indoors or outdoors, but again, not so good in erg because you start to slow your cadence down in erg it erg mechanically is going to want to need more torque. So it's going to start feeling like you're bogging down in like thicker and thicker mud until maybe eventually right. you can't even pedal. So turn Erg off, let go of Erg for those Erg lovers out there and uh, shift it you know, up the slope or the resistance or shift to a bigger gear depending on what kind of system you have and um, just pedal at that lower RPM in there. And there's suggestions in exactly how to do that and the durations and so on and so forth within the um, individual workouts. Then... The third workout, it's kind of structured workout of sorts, is um, I'll just call it a, a aerobic zone two ride with some sprints thrown into it. And this has actually become kind of my favorite ride as of late. I really enjoyed doing these last fall and I've enjoyed doing them again this fall, um, which is funny because anyone who knows me knows I have zero sprint power. <laughs> And yeah, it's kind of sad. It's true. I get like slightly like disgusted at myself <laughs> <laughs> out on the rides. I can't no. like put up a very big Be number. Be kind to yourself. But you know, it's a weakness of mine. We're going to address it. The idea here is <clears throat> a sprint to produce a lot of power is you need a lot of torque, which mm-hmm. is what the low cadence intervals address. You know, a lot of that muscle tension, but also you need to be able to apply that torque very quickly, which is what the high cadence side of the spectrum is. Mm-hmm. So when you do a sprint, you're essentially bringing those two elements together, high pedaling cadence with hopefully some high torque 
that produces the you know big numbers the the four digit power numbers and that um, you hope to see and I rarely see in a sprint <clears throat> so those you know the typical way I'll do the, that ride is a nice warm up and then um, the, the prescription might say ride for one hour and every 10 minutes do a sprint so you'll do six sprints across 60 minutes and then ride home as your cool down you know that that's an example of that and just like we spoke about in the previous episode about the progression is that each week you might do a little bit more minutes but then also maybe some more sprints or maybe the more of the low cadence minutes or more of the mm. high cadence minutes and that accumulates a little bit more training stress training load uh, to build that progression and then the fourth ride is kind of a ride it's it's optional it depends on the rider, um, it's, it's it's like a basic aerobic ride, mm-hmm. kind of for fun. Just go ride zone one, zone two, or that in the polarized model, just that zone one. Um, <clears throat> or if you're just not feeling like being on your bike, then go for a hike. Yeah. Go play pickleball. This is go the time. Go play soccer. Yeah. Don't pull something, people. This is the time of year to do that alternate yeah. cross-training, ideally aerobic in nature. Um, so golf maybe isn't the best unless, unless you're walking or speed golf. Yeah. Um, speed golf, something like that, but, <laughs> okay. but you know, it's not, uh, you know, pickleball is certainly a great option that keeps your heart rate up in that aerobic. Plus I you was got the thinking about paddleboarding today cause I was, paddleboarding, over, I was over at Bear Creek Lake Park I and think of that one. I saw one. somebody kayaking, which then made me think I sh- it's still nice enough out. I should go paddleboarding. Yeah. So yeah. there's still options. Yeah, any kind of paddling um, is a great idea. One I don't often think of. People think of like skiing and I know I, lightly running. Well, I saw somebody, so it, it grabbed my attention, and I think I'm going to try it this week. Yeah, I like you know brisk hikes and things like that um, in, in favor of that, and it, it's going to depend on the individual preferences sure. and so forth. But there's all that, that to say, though, like just have fun right now on right. that on the weekends. Potentially. Right. So it's three to four rides a week um, in general. Mm-hmm. And then um, three, this is unusual, this is the only plan where you do three times a week strength training. Right. Yeah, let me just touch on that real quickly. Yeah. We deliver our strength training sessions through an app called Train Heroic. The plans are an additional cost, but we've priced them extremely inexpensively and you're offering discounts for our, our listeners you i think you put a 25 percent off code in in the cycling in the training cycling plan. training plan that then, then they can yeah. use to go over to train heroic we show you where to, to find the plans they're all super cheap and they're amazing like not to brag but i'm going to we spent hours and hours and hours yeah, we have project. like 200 videos these little videos are embedded into the like the day's work via like each little exercise so example for example it may say um a plank with a pull through well what's a plank pull through you click on the video it's 10 seconds long you quickly know how to do the workout how to do the exercise it jogs your memory it jogs your memory or teaches you it i think we did a great job on that um the workouts take anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour depending on how familiar familiar you are with our uh, movements mm-hmm. and how much time you have like you just because it says three sets doesn't mean you can't do one set of each things and we uh, of each um, section and we have core work we have pushing and pulling we have posterior chain work more commonly known as like squats and deadlifts you can do these workouts at home very easily the equipment is minimal you can go to your like local gym or rec center the um what else did i miss about it like, it's, they're pretty easy to use. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, and it's more in this base prep plan. It's it's definitely on the easier side because mm-hmm. the idea is getting, assuming you haven't been lifting weights much lately, mm-hmm. or maybe not at all, depending on the person. So it's easing you into it, um, and getting you maybe past that initial soreness phase, getting you know all your soft tissue adapted mm-hmm. to the work that's come. Because when you get to the base builder plan, the next plan, we'll talk about that in the next episode. There'll be some um, more like structured, uh, progressively heavier lifting as an option. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly to how a rider trains, like as a percentage of their FTP for high intensity interval training, they'll do a percentage of their uh, like working max, which is a term used in train heroic. Um, but before you get to that, you want to do the the easy work to adapt. Yeah, for sure. Um, always be careful. Listen to your body. If anything bothers you, don't do it. And for goodness sakes, utilize like all the resources you have around you, like physical therapists, if you have like a specific problem. Because little aches and pains. Yeah, because I don't want anyone to get hurt. So be very careful and um, just err on the side of doing too little at first, because it's shocking how sore you are just from doing a little bit. Yeah. Okay, but we all that to say we think strength training is super important. Oh, absolutely. It, it, it makes you a healthier person, more durable cyclist, and gives you something to do when you don't feel like being on your bike 20 hours a week, 15 yeah, hours a, a week, 10 hours a week. Yeah, Yeah, it's a great break. Because again, this is still sort of the pre-season, so we're not spending tons of time on the bike, so mm-hmm. we have a little more time uh, to dedicate to the gym and some alternate activities too. So as the four week plan is written, the typical week, uh, is Monday, Wednesday, Friday in the gym. Like Kathy said, for about just say an hour, give or take, um, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday are those three structured rides. Um, and then Sunday is that choice day where you go for an extra little easy endurance ride, or you go do some sort of alternate cross training activity, or maybe take the day off and enjoy a, a Sunday and do other Sunday things um so all that said the first week as written is about eight hours uh and that includes the strength training and about 200 tss training Mm -hmm. stress score just to give you an idea the third week which is the the highest week is nine and a half hours and 280 tss as it's written so pretty low on the load and the volume side Mm -hmm. of things but again just it is base it's pre pre pre-base you know base prep so you have to start low so you have room to grow from there. Um, and that goes back to our whole like progressive build um, theory or, or, or philosophy. And that you know if, if you did your review and you know you can get to 500 TSS as your big week um, at the end of, say, base builder or at the end of race prep, then if you are doing your base prep and you're already at 420, there's not a lot of room to grow mm-hmm. in there. So... Starting so it's on the lower side. it's going to be personalized because if we have some higher volume riders out there, and if their big weeks are six to eight hundred, they could probably do a little bit more. Then they can do yeah. a little bit and more. If, yeah. And if someone's not sure, they can reach out to you. Right to adjust it, um, and there's instructions on on recommendations on how to adjust things um, in the plan as well. So um, again, it's designed for sort of the loads that will fit the majority of adult working people Mm -hmm. um and then from there it can be adjusted up or down accordingly 
Uh, and then the fourth week of the plan is designed as a lighter recovery week. That's pretty standard. But the idea is then you're, you've gained three weeks of some level of fitness. You've kind of got your mojo back hopefully by then and you're ready to do a power test and that's included in the plan. And that's how you establish your training zones as you then enter the next training phase in the base builder plan. Mm, that's good well. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cost. Cost. All right. So we covered this in the last episode, but we'll run through it again. Um, through the end of 2022, we're going to offer our new version 4.0 plans for 2023 at 50% discount um, off their normal price. So all these great features and programming basically come down to about five bucks a week and then a little bit extra if you choose to go with the strength training as that bonus uh, or optional purchase there. But for this four-week plan uh, at 50% off, it's a, it's, it comes in $19 and 50 cents. So oh my gosh. it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Pretty cheap. Um, but wait, there's more, it, there's more, right. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell we grew up in the eighties. Right. So we want to continue offering our podcast listeners, the 25% discount on all our training plans, which we've done over the last several years. So you can still capitalize on that using base builder 25 to get 25% off the already discounted 50% discounted. So it brings it down to like $14 and like 65 cents or something like that. Less than a bag of good coffee beans. That is true. Absolutely. (laughs) And then on top of all that, you get uh, the link to the feed credits that we mentioned. So you're actually making money on this deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what we would ask in all seriousness is our listeners here, if you do take advantage of these discounts, we'd... We are trying to improve our ranking in the Training Peaks training plan store, and we would really appreciate um, any feedback on the training plans, and even more importantly, uh, a five-star rating um, in the training plan store. If you don't think we deserve the five stars, please definitely give us the feedback and let us know how we can make it better. But um, those five-star rankings help push us to the top of the list um, in Training Peaks so more people can find our plans. Yeah, that'd be great. Thanks so much in advance. Yeah. Um, All right. right. Anything else you want to say about the base prep training plan? No, that is it. And we'll come back in our next episode Mm -hmm. with a deeper dive into the base builder progression. And that's a 14-week plan. Um, We'll kind of go through um, the energy systems we'll be training. I love base builder. It's it's something (laughs) – I think this is our 18th year of running – uh, a base builder and, and this is a training plan so it's a little different but we've honed yeah, in, in the a good, good old program. days we would meet in person we would do this yeah. in person at our old gym but you know all that to say like i feel like we've really yeah, nailed this is like your baby for yeah sure. i love it so we'll talk okay, about okay we'll come back episode. to hear about cody's baby <laughs> thanks for listening Everything we discuss on the Weight Endurance Podcast, we integrate into our annual Base Builder training program and downloadable training plans. Our Base Builder program is an annual online virtual group training program with us as your coaches, allowing you to build your best cycling-based fitness possible to prepare you for your next riding season. We also offer downloadable training plans for base building, cycling-specific strength training, and specialized race preparation for road, gravel, mountain bike racing, and everything in between. Consider our training plan subscription service, where you gain access to all of our training plans for as little as $20 per month. This allows you to easily switch between plans to create your most complete annual training progression. Regardless of the type of cyclist you are, by becoming a part of the weight endurance training community, you're allowing us to help you become a fitter and faster cyclist.